Yo, what up? It's Juke. And yo, how's it going? It's your boy, Douglas, a.k.a. Thugless. And welcome to Juke and Doug. After Dark. Night, night. Howdy, and welcome back to Juke and Doug After Dark. Um, I hope you enjoyed the first episode if you are a continuous listener. If not, I'm Doug, and my, I'm lovely, Juke. my lovely assistant, my, assistant. My, my, my lovely, lovely, lovely partner, my, my equal, if you will, Juke. Are you like trying to get something from me right now no i'm not i just uh (laughs) this is this is indeed i mean i do uh i do a lot i mean you know i'm doing all the recording and whatnot but she is absolutely the savior of this show so we are we're equals she she's she's more brainy than i am hey thank you for that you're welcome it's the partnership (laughs) (laughs) i want you to realize that i'm nothing without you so uh, how was you. how was your thank week? You um, it was good, and uh, I did a lot of working, and I'm in college, so a lot of reading and assignments as usual. And I also do a weekly podcast about politics, so lots of researching involved in that as well. Project ninety nine. Yeah. Anchor, Spotify. Yeah, it's everywhere. That. Apple everywhere, but it's it's and really. Guys, I'll warn you guys, it is really progressive. So if you're not into that, avoid it. So it's like politics, history. Yeah, it's politics. We do a lot of politics and current politics, past politics. We do a lot of history, a lot of conspiracies, a lot of government corruption stories. Like we did, uh, one of my favorites is the story we did on Project MK Ultra, which was like you, a CIA have got, thing. Have you guys done anything on WW2 yet? Um, I mean, we briefly talked about the U.S. and their, um, what we like to call, um, puppet placement wars like regime change wars so we've talked a little bit about all the wars but not specifically world war ii which i am excited to do that because i am a big world war ii buff well i I will say like i said earlier this is a partnership not only during this show but in our lives she is my she's my whammon and uh I, i actually have not listened to an episode of project 99 i'm sorry i'm just I'm not into politics. No, so, I get that. I get so that. I, I am sorry about that. But I no, but into... seriously, I do tell everyone that I know because I do have a lot of really close friends and obviously uh, Douglas is my partner. But if you're not into it, it's not interesting to you. So, I mean, don't listen to it if it's not your thing. You know, we have a pretty good amount of listeners just for starting out and really not advertising it at all. Um, but if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. You know, it's a very, it's a, I don't want to say a niche like thing, but not word. everybody's into it. It's word. just not. It's just not so, for everyone. So you studied. You did a little preparation for your show this week. What else did you do? Anything fun? Um, not this week, but actually a couple weeks ago, I hosted a roast. Oh yeah. Yeah. For my, your dad. My dad's birthday. Yeah, big old five zero. Which is funny because my mom's birthday is February first. My dad's birthday is February sixth. We actually did the roast on February first. My mom completely selflessly. Gave up her birthday to put on this. She didn't even realize it was her birthday. Oh. She planned this she whole surprise party. She planned this whole surprise party. She was trying to come up with something fun. I said, let's do a roast. So I basically did 
I mean, I was the roast master, so I had like a whole script. And then I wrote a couple of her jokes and all of your sister's jokes. Uh, I wrote like the jokes for everything. And then um, she did all the work. And then uh, Doug and I went over and decorated while they got him out of the house. And it, it was a total success. But literally, she planned all this and did all this and did not even realize that it was her birthday. I did all like the, the production work. We had, um, we had a karaoke machine, which you can plug in on auxiliary cord. So I took, I took my iPad and like I uploaded like soundboards to it. So, you know, like an actual Comedy Central roast, when the next person's introduced, they play a little song or whatever. So I took songs for every person that they picked individually. And I made like little fade in, fade out clips of every single one. So we're like, next person up is blah, blah, blah. And then I clicked it, played their song. And then I even made like, an introduction for Juke, which uh, Juke the Jackhammer Jones. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, there was a big boxing fight recently, so I got uh real into the 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 announcer, announcer voice, the yeah. announcer voice. <laughs> so Juke the Jackhammer Jones, you can call her; she'll hammer. Yeah, you. but that was a ton of fun, and my goal was to make everyone at this huge party of people. I just wanted to make everyone laugh in, a, in the most genuine way possible. But my goal was to make your dad laugh until he cried. And also at the end, you know, of a roast, after you do all the harsh, like, cut you down jokes, you tell that person how much they mean to you. And within, like, the first two sentences of my speech to him at the end, he was crying. That was my goal. So then at the end of the night, you know, everybody who was attending this huge party, uh, kept coming up to me and telling me like you are so funny like you're the funniest like this is the best ever I can't believe you like came up with those jokes blah 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 and like personally that is the best compliment anyone could ever give me I mean I I know like as a female like I see a lot of people who are my age and also female that it's like a lot about their appearance but I feel like I'm a person that's never been about appearance and I don't know why which, but, which, mind you, she is smoking hot, so... No, I actually look like a 12-year-old boy. And I, I'm known to shave my head at random times. But, like, that isn't a thing for me. I feel like the biggest compliment anyone could ever give me is to tell me I'm funny. So I was living for the night. I felt like a natural fucking Dean Martin at this roast. I was happy to host it. It turned out fucking phenomenal. It lasted probably an hour and a half. And I had material for everything. It went flawlessly. No matter how drunk I was, I still stuck to the script. So I was pumped. It was good. Goals achieved. But that was interesting. That's probably the most interesting thing I've dealt with in the past couple of weeks. That's excellent. Um, my week, um, obviously, I, I was there for the roast. I actually uh, didn't get roasted because I, I, I told him not to roast me, even though it wasn't because I would get butt hurt. I actually wouldn't get butt hurt at all. But like, I just, I did, I did, I didn't want that limelight. I didn't, I didn't want the clout. So <laughs> you didn't want that clout. Yeah, and I also didn't speak during the roast. I'm just, uh, which I'm doing this podcast, so you might think that like, what you know, what the fuck? I'm just, I'm, I get stage fright. He's an introvert. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm a guy that's like played drums in front of hundreds, if not thousands, of people. So. That's weird, but my, you know, my, my week was, uh, they just introduced uh, trout season this week, so um, I went out the first day of the set, well, I mean, they stopped, and I went out the day after, so the first day of trout season, technically, in our our valley, and uh, I went out, and I just put on a good old uh, 
black Nat Joe's fly quarter ounce with my ultralight rod, and uh, I was sitting there with my buddy Sean, who um, I'm actually teaching how to fish, and I mean, we're all still learning, but I was teaching him how to fish, throwing how to, showing him how to throw a spinner bait, and uh, I just threw it out there, and I caught literally the biggest brown trout of my life, biggest trout of my life. Like was, some river monster shit, or? I mean, no. But like, <laughs> like, like, like West Virginia. Um, Mountain mama. Yeah, Department Department of Wildlife literally stalked. I mean, there's no way this thing. I mean, I don't think this thing survived all summer. I mean, we we get close to 100 degrees in the summer, and these are. So let me ask you: When they stalk these locations, where do they get the fish from that they stalk them? With? Well, they're from hatcheries. They, hatcheries? Yeah, they. So they have hatcheries in West Virginia? Yeah, all over the place. I mean, not really any necessarily close to us, like, because I mean, people have like personal ponds and shit. They'll they'll call these hatcheries and they're like, "Well, I want to stock a hundred bass this season to like up my population and like give my fish like bigger and whatnot." It's like, it's real technical because I mean, if. But how do they survive in West Virginia? Because we have winter in this state for like well, six months. Well, so. they have they have controlled environments oh okay just like like an aquarium does yeah like a zoo like if you go to a zoo and like this lion he's used to living in like 100 degree degree temperatures or whatever they'll they'll mimic that environment so right okay i actually seen a post there's a there's a really rare type of a trout it's um it's called a tiger trout and what it is is a i think it's a a female um brook trout or no it's a it's a female brown trout that breeds with a male brook trout and it creates a tiger trout and you just really fucking rare so they make it possible for you to actually catch those so let me ask you this too because i've always been curious do they only stock the local areas with fish that are local to the area like native um um, not necessarily i mean um, I know because my big thing is if they have to stalk them, then that means that they can't survive well, naturally, right? Well, tr- trout are indigenous to West Virginia. Um, one of the biggest things that we're known for, we do a it's called a gold rush. We do it every every year, where it's the golden rainbow trout. Right, and I've the, heard of that. And the golden rainbow trout is actually originated from West Virginia, so. Um, we have a lot of mountains and whatnot. They a lot of cold water, even in the summer, like up in the up in the mountains, the altitude um, that the trout do thrive off. So they what the, what they're doing is like we're getting hot and shit down here, you know, in the valleys and whatnot, where these trout can't survive. They're just essentially taking the trout in our colder weather and bringing them down here. But yeah, we we do have places all year round. So I mean, yeah, they are native species to us. And I mean, I know they do like. Uh, I think in some lakes they do like catfish stalking and maybe even bass stalking. I don't know, but yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's what I did. So I was I was teaching my friend, uh, my friend Sean, how to fish. I've been teaching him over the past year or two, and he's real big into catfish so far. And I've I've got him hooked up on some monsters. Um, I'm gonna teach him bass fishing this year, which I'm which is my bread and butter. But uh, so we were at this lake and uh throwing the spinner out and i literally hooked into this uh seven pound brown trout fought him all the way in it was it was incredible and uh usually i keep all the trout 
I eat a couple a year, and I actually use a lot for bait. Um, they're stock fish. They're not. They're not going to survive in the summer. So, um, I actually decided not to keep him because this fish was so fucking big. He was probably about thirty inches, seven pounds, and uh, I was like, you know what, buddy, I'm not going to keep you. You're you're going off, and uh, hopefully I'll catch you again next time. But next time I'm going to keep you. So that was my week, and then uh, I got. I think we mentioned this last episode. I got laid off again after three days of returning to work. So that was my week. I'm excited to fish, excited to hopefully get back to work one day, but <laughs> so what else do we got, Juke? Um, I kind of got a topic what you train, got a topic, if you will. A topic train? You mean a topic spin? We don't want to rip, spin. We don't want to rip off Ellis Duran. Yeah, whatever, I mean, whatever you want to call it. It's just, uh, I want to ask you a couple different questions, really. I don't even know that it's a topic spin, but... I want to ask you a couple different questions. You know what Elvis actually calls it? Because on, on the Elvis Duran show, it's... Uh, Which we love. I absolutely adore Elvis Duran. He just got married. Yeah, he just got married uh, recently to Alex, I didn't know that. the zookeeper. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. He has a schnauzer, but absolutely adore Elvis Duran. Um, but uh, they, Greg T, he used to be part of the show. He actually went and got his own morning show recently in the past couple months as well. But they called it the topic train with Greg T Elvis Duran when he rips it off. Cause they like to fuck with Greg T. He's like, I'll call it the topic juggler. So we're going to call it the topic spin. Okay. Topic spin, whatever. <laughs> so. so the first thing I want to ask you is what is the most addictive app that you have on your phone right now? YouTube. What is that? What is that with it's men either, your well, age? I guess, I guess it's either YouTube or TikTok. and YouTube. I mean, it's almost like, education i mean like obviously i i go on there and like um to be entertained like i watch a lot of car videos and a lot of of uh fishing videos that's you know i never used youtube in that way literally i started using youtube in 2005 when it came out yeah me too me too and my best friend drew and i made youtube videos in 2005, in fifth grade. When we were in fifth grade, I had a camera, and we just went wild with it. Yeah, we never... did wildly crazy videos, just stupid shit that no one ever watched. We did one video of just, like, my hand. Like, you know how you draw two eyes on your hand, and you can make it talk like a puppet? Yeah. We did a video where it was just my hand with two eyes drawn on it, and it was like, nom, 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 nom. The video was viewed, like, 800,000 times. Because YouTube was so young that that was comedy, and we were children. See, like I never, I never even realized. Because same for me. Like I remember sitting down at my uh, my friend's dining room table, and we were like talking about music and shit. And he's like, "Check this out." And he brought up YouTube.com. And I, I literally only used it for music for years and years and years. I mean, probably up until you know maybe two or three years ago, I never really got into it. Now I'm like, you know. I can look up a song, but I can also look up an educational video on how to, like, tie a jig or whatever. Yeah, see, from the start, from YouTube start, I was all about being a creator. And it sucks that I was so young at the time and made shitty content because I was a kid. You could have been Mr. Beast right now. Because I could have been Mr. Beast right now, yeah. But for real. Also, real quick, Mr. Beast, sweetheart, love him. We're going to talk about that later. But, yes, when YouTube first came out, I was a big fan. Uh, my dad was in IT work, so as soon as YouTube came out, we heard all about it, 
And like I said, my best friend Drew and I, we just went for it. We made tons of videos, which none of which would be like accepted today as funny. But we're talking, this was, you know, 15 years ago. So I know one video we made as kids, so stupid. Um, her brother was mowing the lawn. He's pushing a lawnmower. And we just titled the video Lawnmower Boy, right? And we're recording him on camera. And we're like, hey, hey, Tyler what are you doing? And he like stops the lawnmower and he looks at us and he's like, I'm just mowing the lawn. And we're like, you look kind of gay. And then he gets so mad and like chases us. And that's the entire video. That's it. But it had so many views on it. And it's like, what a shit content. It was awful. Made by like 11 year olds. It was awful. And then we did one video. We were jumping on a trampoline and there's like this really cool song in the background. This was before YouTube required you to get like permission to use certain music. We used music all the time in our videos. We edited it with Windows Mu Media Maker. You know, you know what? I actually, uh, actually did upload um, some like skate videos back in the day, and we would use like CKY. Yeah, Tony Hawk music. Yeah, like Tony Hawk music or whatever. But yeah, go ahead. But yeah, now you're not allowed to do that. It's like totally against the rules. They'll pull your videos so fast. But we did all kinds of stuff like that. We were in the content creator category when we started our YouTube as kids. We did all kinds of videos. And then another friend of mine, Ringo and I, did a lot of like still frame videos with like Lego people or like clay animation. We See, did a lot of that. That's fucking patience. I don't I don't got the patience for that. Oh, we were so into it. I've always I've always been a huge content creator, but I should have got a bigger following and been more mature and serious about it when I was a kid because then I could have a legit following now. But it was it was just for fun then. You know, I didn't take it seriously. I didn't I never would have known that YouTube would have blown up to be such a big thing. So that's all I have for that. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean on another like YouTube topic, like um obviously the bigger ones today is uh Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Um, you either like them or you hate them. You you like them, hate them. I'm I'm kind of indifferent. I like but, them, but I, honestly, I, I, I do. I, I yeah. like. Well, I mean, here's what I have to say about that: is Logan Paul before the whole controversy of yeah, the, he was a, he was a chotch and he knew it. Yeah, the whole like the them recording that man who hung himself in the Japanese forest or whatever. Before that, his content was kind of like, "Hey, look at me in your face in the camera, blah 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 blah, talking really fast." That was not entertaining to me. But now he does a podcast called Impulsive, and I do enjoy that a lot. Yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. And I mean, even some of his content before The Suicide Forest. And I mean, I, I was I was down with it. It made me laugh, which is what you go to YouTube for. I mean, essentially, entertainment. I mean, he'll, he'll tell you right, that Right, like himself. I was never a part of the low gang, and I'm still not. Yeah, I, but... will, never, I will never wear Maverick merch. <laughs> right. And, and, and I, will, I, I will say that, I mean... He was a young 20-year-old, grew up almost in a limelight. I mean, from like 18 to like where he is now, essentially. Everybody I mean, has their falls. I mean, he, he grew up in like this limelight, and I mean, maybe he, he he didn't understand. Maybe he was just dulled to like essential emotions or whatever. I mean, like... I, I, I don't think that's it. I just think that literally everybody on the internet wants to pretend like they're not out for the most shocking content. Which they are. Everyone wants to deny that they are, but they are yeah, out for the I most mean, shocking he, he, thing. He but like, he apparently crossed the line that social justice warriors or anybody on YouTube decided that was far enough. But I, I honestly am. 
I wouldn't have done that. I feel like if I would have found a body, I would have cut the video, called the cops, and been like, oh, my God, and never uploaded the video. Yeah, but we don't have, like, 20 million subscribers. Right, exactly. So what I'm saying is I feel like as many people are shitting on him, if they were in the exact same position where it is a competitive market where you need to stay famous, they would have done the same thing. Yeah, more than half of them would have done the same thing. Right, exactly. I mean, I don't don't blame him for that. I'm subscribed. I watch his videos. And Jake Paul, I mean, like, I've never really been into uh, his, like... When yeah, he was I'm doing, not like, super into his When he channel. did the daily vlogs. I mean, I know he was a... Uh, he had, like, a younger um, audience. Logan Paul was actually, you know, like, about his age audience, you know, watching him and whatnot. But the uh, the boxing fight that he put on this past weekend, weekend before... Absolutely blew me uh, away. No, no doubt that the boxing his, fights definitely are what turned me on to the Pauls 100%. Like, I really never had any interest in their YouTube channels. I watched a little bit of Logan because you did, and I wasn't a fan. I know I bitched about it a lot because I was just like, this is so fucking stupid. But like I said, the Impulsive Show, they've actually had a pretty decent amount of guests on there that keep me interested. I think he's a lot the, more mature now. They had the uh, half trillion dollar man on there. Yeah, they, they also had the Kent State Girl, which then later they deleted. Yeah, they did delete that. They they regret that, I suppose. But uh, Well, I don't blame them. But. No, I mean... Yeah, I mean, as far as Logan, his boxing boxing career... The boxing thing was super I, fun to watch. I mean, like, I feel like um, Logan, particularly, he... Uh, I don't know. He has the stamina, the body, the build, everything. But like his mental game was like just not strong. I mean, he put a, he put on a great show, and that's yeah, that's I don't know. that's I, personally. I feel like he fucking beat that dude's ass. But yeah, actually, and and I will say, yeah, actually, he did win. I mean, fuck those two points. Yeah, he no, fucking, I, yeah, I honestly feel like the judges. I I don't know what the deal with was with that, but if you watch the fight. I just feel like he totally dominated. I mean, yeah. I don't know how judging works with boxing because I'm not a huge fan. But, I I mean, if I had to be the call of it, I would have said he won that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Same here. And then, But, I mean, the, the, the difference is, I mean, Jake Paul, he, like, literally came in there and he looked like a professional boxer, which is incredible. So, kudos to him. I mean, and hopefully, I mean... There's going to be a Jake Paul KSI. I mean, he said he said that'd be sick to watch. He, I watched interviews. He's saying that it it should hopefully happen this year, which I'm very excited for. And also, I think he said uh, he's uh, he wants to take to like Saudi Arabia for what? Because I I think Joe Weller was interviewing him. I guess boxing's real big over there. I think it was Saudi. Hmm. Um, Joe Weller, who uh, Jake Paul also knocked out, and uh. KSI um, beat um, was interviewing for Sky Sports Boxing was like, hey, uh, we really want to see a fight in the UK. And Jake was like, nah, I think we're going to take a Saudi Arabia. All right, yeah, so we actually took a little pause there. But Saudi Arabia, um, I think that's how you say it. That would be dope, and I apologize. Juke, um, we are on the topic spin. Yeah, we are. You kind of got off topic there. But let me rein you in for the topic spin. So the question was most addictive app, and you said YouTube. YouTube. And what's yours? I honestly think that mine's probably Coinmaster right now. Um, 
this app, CoinMaster, which again, we're not like sponsored by anyone. So this is just like... Nah, that's only episode two. Maybe by episode three, we might get a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's this stupid game, but I'm obsessed with it and all of our friends play it. So it's like... We also like gambling. Yeah, it's like this thing where you win coins and you... It's like a slot machine and and then there's like all these different other games you play. I don't know. It's stupid, but... um. I'm addicted to it. I don't know why. It's like one of the longest apps I've ever played. And then Solitaire. I spend so much time playing Solitaire. But um, on to the next question. Um, what is the song that you currently have stuck in your head? Um. So there's that song. I think it was like kind of popular on TikTok first. It's called The Box by Roddy Rich. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah. So there's a remix. I mean, I stated this earlier. I'm really big into fishing and I follow this guy on YouTube. His name is Monster Mike Fishing. Follow him on YouTube if you haven't. And uh, I actually got to go and fish with this guy in Miami that we talked about in the last episode. And uh, he did a remix of the song. So he took the box and he literally made it all about fishing. And I, I mean, it, it's literally, it literally slaps. So that's, that's what's stuck in my head right now. Okay. I wish so, I could play a clip. <laughs> but you can't because we don't have royalties. That's right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, next question would be, what well, is your favorite? Well, what's stuck in your head? What's stuck in my head? Yeah, what song are you listen oh, to? Oh, yeah, I didn't even address that. I think right now, there's usually a song stuck in my head every day of the week, but I think right now, because I've been playing Fallout 76 recently, is Country Roads. <laughs> Old John Dever, Mountain Mama, Take Me Home, Country Roads, you know? So there's that. Um, but the next question, what is your favorite YouTube channel? I'd have to say, personally, mine is probably Mr. Beast. Yeah, see, um, yeah, I follow, like, probably 20 people, and, like, half of them are, are fishing channels, and I, I mean, obviously, I, I love the Guggen Squad, like, everybody, John B., Lunkers TV, Flair is probably my favorite, but, um, I, I would have to say what makes me happiest is, uh, definitely Mr. Beast, I mean, what he does for the community, what he does for random people, I mean, he's literally got a big dream and a big goal to like make everybody in his life happy. And I, I appreciate that. He makes me happy. I feel like if I had to pick other channels, it would definitely like second. I don't know. This may actually, this is probably before Mr. Beast. Actually. I think I misspoke because I dubs is oh. probably my favorite. YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. I dubs. Yeah. He's, he's really funny. Um, and then there's a local channel, like some people that live in our area that do really funny skits called Jan's crew. They're pretty great. And then the other one I like is like an exploring channel. Exploring with Josh. That's it. I like that channel too. Yeah, I was uh, I was actually on a repeat of Exploring with Josh before we got on the show. He he does some cool shit. I just love and looking at abandoned places. It's super cool. Yeah, it's it it's really cool, definitely. And there's there's like a gang of them, I think, because they all have like yeah, that they always ex go with exploring with. I yeah. think there's there's like a crew of them or whatever, but um. Yeah, he does, like, awesome cinematics, and, like, he always typically tries to have, like, even a brief story of, like, how this place was abandoned. Like, he'll do research on it and everything, which is really cool. I was watching the, uh, um, where the tsunami happened with the, in Japan, in the, the nuclear, um, Hiroshima. Hiroshima? Yeah, he, he did a series on that where he was actually over there in Japan, like, got to, like, cover a lot of, like, 
He actually visited a place in West Virginia too. Yeah. An, an abandoned amusement park. But yeah. it, I mean, it's not so, so much necessarily him, but just like the, the information he provides and the footage he provides, I really like. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's really good at documenting history, which is really awesome. So, so next on our topic spin, um, let me ask you, Douglas, something you only buy the brand name of. I mean, I'm like, I'm a firm believer in like, you pay for what you get. You get what you pay for, yeah. Yeah, you get what you pay for. And, I am uh, not that way. <laughs> um, toilet paper, I always buy Charmin. And uh, my my biggest thing is, um, honestly, um, I've never owned anything other than a Chevrolet. And uh, I'm with you there. Chevy all the way. They've uh, been very reliable, very easy to work on, God forbid. Cheap parts. Cheap parts. And I mean, they look fucking awesome. So, yeah, I'm with you there. Bow ties all the way. I drive. I drive a Chevy Silverado. So I had Cavaliers one after another for a long time, and then I finally settled on the Chevy Sonic, the hatchback, which a lot of people bitch about being super small, but I'm only five feet tall, so I feel like the car was made for me. Um, I, I I cannot drive this thing comfortably. I'm like I'm like an a average, lot of people can't. I'm an average sized dude, but that's what I like is that it's it's built for someone small like me. I'm only five feet tall and it's like, you know, I can pull my seat all the way up and I'm still not like having my knees on the steering wheel. It's good. I like it. I like it. It's small. It's built for me. I like it. So bow ties all the way. I feel you on that. But for me personally, something that I would only buy the brand name of, I would say ketchup is one. I will only buy Heinz, which uh, Thuglas and I have this battle all the time because he's a huntsman. See, I, I like Heinz. Like I can deal with it, but like... I like more tangy in my life, so Hunts gives me that little extra, that little extra sun sun. Nah, I'm fucking all the way with Heinz. I mean, not only because Pittsburgh being so close to us, and I'm like, yeah, rep that shit, but also because I just prefer it. It just tastes better. But so Heinz ketchup, that's one. I will not buy the like great value version or whatever. I, I buy, always buy Heinz. Um, cigarettes is another one. I feel like if you're going to smoke them, smoke Marlboros or don't smoke at all. I mean, what's the fucking point? Smoke marbs or die, you know, like, I, I don't know. I personally do not condone smoking. I think if you smoke, then then you should stop. And this has been an ongoing battle for years now. Um, I, I But he to, definitely used to smoke, so. Yeah, I used to smoke heavily. But I, I, I believe in vaping, for sure. I believe it is a good interlude to um, a healthier lifestyle. But learn that, please don't smoke. But marbles... Yeah, I just feel like if you're going to go with a brand, just do it, you know. But, and the last thing is phones. I will not buy an off-brand phone. I'm an iPhone or die kind of person. I tried an Android once, fucking hated it. Went right back to iPhone. See, I'm I'm cool with uh, the Android layout. Excuse me. I'm, I'm cool with, like, your Android phones because it's more of a computer. I've, like, definitely indulged more in the past, like, year or so with using Windows and stuff. I mean... They definitely have the upper hand with most of the phones that support Android operating systems come I, with, like, SD card slots so you don't have yeah, to do the whole yeah, cloud thing. Like, yeah. Definitely. And I'm never going to... I'm never going to argue that Apple is better I will never argue that. It's just it's just but a it's simple user friendly phone. Right. It's just what I know. And it's user friendly and it's easy. And that's why I always go with it because it's just like I don't have time to fucking figure this whole new system out. And I tried an Android phone once 
and it was a little bit of a cheaper model and it just annoyed me because I couldn't get the things that I wanted to work correctly and the camera quality wasn't as good. I mean, maybe if I would have went with a note or something, it would have been better, but I don't know. Brand names. I just always buy Apple. I just do. All right. I have a question for you. Yeah. What's your favorite season? Season of like a TV show or? Well, I I meant like like of the year. Oh, oh, okay. Like instantly when you said like, what's your favorite season? I was thinking you were referring to the X-Files for some reason. Well, we can we can go into that. That might be cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's, well, actually, how about instead of season? What's because I mean. You could like kill the smoking man one episode, and then like next episode, like, bring him back. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, what's your favorite episode? How about that? Okay, yeah. So, favorite episode of the X Files. Um, I would have to say it's probably season six, episode nineteen. I think it is. And can I can I interrupt interrupt you real quick? Um, in case you didn't know, and I mean I don't know why you would, but we are huge X-Files fans. Um, in the studio, we currently have the original I Want to Believe uh, poster, like like fucking show poster, movie poster, if you will. It's and from the 90s. Yeah, it's from it's the 90s. It's vintage. Yeah, it's vintage. And then I also have a, a Dana Scully tattooed on my arm, and she says, Mulder, it's me. Yeah, I have a whole thing upstairs in my bookshelf. Just everything yeah, on that yeah, shelf is action, devoted yeah, to X-Files. Yeah, action figures, fucking everything. So, yeah, I'm sorry. What's what's your favorite episode? Episode um, six, it, I think it's season 19. six, episode 19. And I think the episode's called Home. And it's about uh, some guy that's on a baseball team, and he's actually an alien. I don't know. The whole episode is really not the reason why I like it. It's the ending that I think think is why I always think of this one as my favorite because when someone asks me like what's your favorite Exiles episode because I am a huge fan and basically everybody who knows me knows it I'm always like stunned because I love so much of every fucking episode um but I would have to say this one for the simple fact that at the end of home Dana Scully and Fox Mulder are standing on a baseball field and he like hugs her from behind and like shows her how to hit a baseball wow it's so romantic and i'm like definitely one of those people who's like drooling over the Mulder scully relationship through all nine or i guess now 10 seasons so that's probably my favorite episode but um what about you doug what do you think your favorite episode is um so yeah i I can't think of the name of the episode i'm not good with numbers and everything but um the episode was um a guy was he was he was writing a book and uh the description of Mulder in this book from this this uh one character was he was totally unfazed until he seen the body and then it showed a little clip of Mulder and he was like ah <laughs> looking at the body and like it literally fucking cracks me I up I love that every, episode that's a, every single time that's Hose Chung's from outer space um, and that's from uh I think season 3 excellent episode it's also the same episode where like when scully tells the story the sheriff's like super attractive yeah, and then man. when Mulder tells the story the sheriff's like this yeah. buck tooth moron yeah 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 i love that episode that is definitely in my top five i love that but yeah he's like and the fbi agent was totally unfazed until he walked upon the scene and saw the body 
And then it cuts to Mulder, and he walks up, and he's like looking at the body, and all of a sudden he's like, ah! <laughs> like he showed yuck. he showed zero emotion until he seen the body. <laughs> so yeah, like a a lot of people don't know this. I feel like maybe they do. Um, but Vince Gilligan, the creator of Breaking Bad, was a co-writer on the X Files, and there was actually um an Aaron Paul episode on the X Files. Yeah, it was like uh, one of the later seasons. Danger Doom or Mr. Yeah, Doom. It or was something. something stupid. It was it was supposed to mimic like the Jackass guys. Right, right. So he was he was on that, and then uh, I think the pilot episode was Brian Cranston, right? Or no, 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 no. no, no. It, was, no. It, was on the, it was in the early. Seasons. It was like no, no, no. It was in the later seasons. I think it was like season nine. I don't know. But the, regardless, the episode was this guy kept hearing this noise, and he had to drive a certain mile per hour. Or he thought that something was going to happen to him, but the guy. In the car that was driving is Brian Cranston. So, well, either way, that being said, um, Breaking Bad, another Vince Gillian, yeah, yeah, absolutely, one of my favorite shows in the entire fucking world. Just almost up there with the X Files. I mean, they're button heads. Vince Gillian was in part of creating both of them. Right, absolutely, and same a lot of the same actors. I think even uh, some of them, yeah. Um, the drug dealer from the first episode of Breaking Bad, of Breaking Bad, first season of Breaking Bad, was in the X Files. I think uh, the detective, what the fuck's his name? Uh, I Walter, know that Walter's uh, brother-in-law wasn't he in the X Files? I don't think so. Maybe he wasn't. Dean, but, yeah, I don't think he was. But either way, um, what I was going to ask is, what is your favorite episode of Breaking Bad? For me, this is kind of complicated, but. I'd like to know. Oh, my God. Why would you ask me that, like, unprepared? I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I feel like like one of my favorite episodes of Breaking Bad is probably very early on when they were still cooking in the desert. Or maybe the episode where Jesse's girlfriend. The good old times. Yeah, the good old times. Or maybe one of the the episode where Jesse's girlfriend ODs and he, like, has a fucking meltdown over it. That was a really good one. Um, and then the finale was really good too. I don't. It's really hard to pick a favorite episode of Breaking Bad. It really I, is. I personally have to say that, unlike, <clears throat> pardon me. Wow, jeez. Yeah, Thank unlike you for that. unlike the X Files, like you can like kill the smoking man in one episode, and then the next episode, you're solving a crime well i mean yeah like three states away the x-files is kind of like scooby-doo like every episode is like oh we got to catch the bad guy but it's it's not continuous i mean the x-files has like a background story that's a timeline but every episode of breaking bad like depends on the next one right so with with that being said i would have to say my most memorable episodes are literally the final season of breaking bad where like Walter's like up in Alaska, like his cancer comes back and like he has to make one last two raw. But uh I'd I'd say my favorite episode is uh the very season finale where Walter uh frees Jesse and then he walks back into that lab and Absolutely he's shot in the, the, the stomach and he puts his hand on the on the stainless steel pot or whatever and then he falls to the ground and there lies Walter White. That was yeah. that was probably my favorite episode. Well, the best thing about that too is that they gave it a final ending. Yeah. Because the one thing I hate about TV shows, and the X-Files did this, and I'm going to love hate with it, was that they ended it in a situation that leaves it open end for like a continuation. And everybody knows that like the second movie is never as good as the first. 
So with Breaking Bad, it's a finale. It's well, over. Well, they just they just that El Camino, which it sucked. Um, which I thought I mean, it sucked. Yeah, I mean, it was it was uh, it was suspenseful. For those of you who don't know, El Camino was a Breaking Bad spinoff that was just Jesse and what he did after he escaped. Which I mean, which they absolutely it should, was a movie. Which which they should have done because I mean Jesse just rides off in the sunset. I mean, motherfucker was helping the DEA like try to find Walter White and then like all the fucking DEA agents end up fucking dead. Like there's no way he's not being prosecuted. You know what I mean? So, I mean, they should have made a movie, which they did, but I mean, I feel like they could have gone into like very great detail. Now, see me personally, I think it's better left as a cliffhanger at that point. I think the Breaking Bad story was told and it should have just died where it was. I wasn't impressed with El Camino at all, but that being said, I think that Breaking Bad was an amazing series. I couldn't believe when someone told me, oh, yeah, the show's been out for years and years and years. I'd never heard of it. I didn't start watching Breaking Bad until the very last season was on TV, so I binge-watched it all. Yeah, same here. But anyway, so the connections with X-Files and Breaking Bad is a very interesting thing that not a lot of people know about. So Vince Gilligan co-wrote on the X-Files. Yeah, Morley's Right, yeah, that's one of the Easter eggs. So here we go. A lot of Easter eggs between the two. The very first noticeable one that we noticed when we watched Breaking Bad together after the Doug and I were together for like three years before he had ever watched the X-Files and I was binge watching it and forced him to start watching it and he fell in love. So one of the first things in Breaking Bad that we both noticed that was in the X-Files was in Breaking Bad they smoked Morley cigarettes. They look just like Marlboros, but they're called Morley, which is from the X-Files. Direct X-Files take. I mean, Smoky Man constantly smoked, clearly, in the X-Files, and he smoked Morley cigarettes. So that was an outtake. And then later, actually, it was, a, it was a local thing. It was a West Virginia radio show that I listened to, and Brian Cranston was on it. And they were talking about how the reason Vince Gilligan decided to pick Brian Cranston for the role of Walter White was because he had worked with him on The X-Files. I'm pretty sure it was season nine. I'm not positive. I'm pretty sure it was season nine. Brian Cranston was in an episode of The X-Files where he played a character that was driving in a car and some kind of paranormal thing going on. But regardless, Vince Gilligan co-wrote on that episode and he decided that's who he wanted for Breaking Bad right then and there. And then also the character that played Jesse in Breaking Bad um, was in one of the later episodes of the x-files and he played like a jackass type character it was like captain something captain jackass or captain howdy or some, something stupid like that he played also in the x-files so both of the main characters of breaking bad were in the x-files x-files where vince gilligan co-wrote and there's all these easter eggs like the morley cigarettes and there's like a lot of other shit too actually dougie should look it up all the easter eggs but the two shows are definitely intertwined, and I remember when everybody was trying to find links between The Walking Dead and Breaking Bad, just because they were both on AMC, but that was like such a stupid link to make, considering Vince Gilligan was involved with both of these shows. So anyway, I just thought that was an interesting take. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to read. Um, all I've gotten so far is that um, the Brian uh, Cranston episode came out in 1998. It was one of the later seasons. I thought it, I thought it was early. No, the episode was called like Drive or something. Yeah, it was called Drive. Yeah, yeah. and it was one of the later seasons. I think. I mean, I have it up on the screen if you want to scroll through it. But let's see. Um, 
Yeah, I, I just thought it was. It an was earlier... season six. Oh, season okay. six. So it was one of the later episodes. Okay. Well, hot damn, we got a. We're actually doing pretty good on time. We're about. 40... Well, good because I've literally only gotten through a couple of questions, and you keep distracting me. <laughs> so uh, let's let's maybe do one or two more, and we'll we'll go out. Okay, so if you could pick one cartoon character that embodies who you are as a person, which cartoon character would you pick? Hmm. I've actually thought about this before. So have I. Oh my god. <laughs> Part of me wants to be like Bugs Bunny, but I. I mean, that maybe, is so me. You are not a Bugs Bunny. You're right, more of yeah, a Daffy I, Duck, if anything. Yeah, I knew that's what you were going to pick. So <laughs> um, I like to think I'm like sly, like Bugs Bunny, but I also like to think of myself like uh, as a child, like maybe Danny Phantom or, or, uh, what the fuck's his name? Timmy Turner. Timmy Turner. Yeah, you, I know you've said this before. Timmy Turner, but I, I think honestly, Fry from Futurama. You are such a Fry, babe. So you are such a fry. Yeah, or Bender. No, well, yeah. After a couple of drinks, you are Bender. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm definitely. I mean, they're best friends. So yeah, I'm fry when I'm sober, and after a couple of drinks, shut up, baby. I know it. <laughs> yeah, you are Bender for sure. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So what do you think? I, you're gonna say Bugs Bunny? Oh yeah, for sure. Everyone who knows me knows that it's a total Bugs Bunny vibe. But it's super funny that you said that because when I was brainstorming these questions, I literally wrote down in my notebook. Bugs Bunny slash Leela from Futurama. So it's Lila. super funny that you said Fry because Fry and Leela have this like super complicated ongoing, offgoing relationship and we're a couple. So it's really funny. But um, yeah, I would say Bugs Bunny just for the simple fact that I'm like always irritating people and I'm super obnoxious and um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm always trying to make people laugh and Literally on my social media right now, my Instagram profile is a photo of Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd's pointing a gun at him, but he's like super lax. And I'm like, nothing embodies me more. I I am Bugs Bunny. I pull these screenshots of him all the time. I watch Boomerang and it's like, that's me. I am Bugs Bunny. I feel it. I feel it. But if I had to pick someone else from a more modern like adult cartoon, it would be Leela for sure. I'm kind of bossy and micromanaging type so I could see it. I could see Lila for sure. I am Wandissimo de Magnifico. You know, the bu super buff fairy from Fairly Odd Parents. No. Mm. I missed that. I was a Cartoon Network. You never kid. watched you never watched Fairly Odd Parents? I mean I did, but not very much. I was a Cartoon Wandissimo Network. Wandissimo de Magnifico. He's like always trying to like and there's a conspiracy that you ever know did you watch the episodes where Wanda and and uh, Cosmo had a baby. Oh, yeah, and he has purple eyes. Yeah, that's the purple is Wandissimo. Oh, shit. Yeah, think about that. That's some real life shit. And then right there, there was, uh, I forget his name, but there was the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger fairy. Oh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, I, don't Fuck. Fucking, I don't remember. Yeah, he was like super in camo. He had white hair. What's his name? Jordan or something? Oh, fuck, you got to look that up because it's going to drive me nuts. But yeah, I was mostly a Cartoon Network kid. I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo. Courage the Cowardly Dog was a super excellent show of mine. I still quote it to this day. Whenever anything pisses me off, I'm like, that's it. I'm getting me mallet. <laughs> oh, and, and by the way, I'm while I'm looking this up. It we... was Jorgen von something. What was it? Fuck. I'm looking. 
You gotta find he's it. He's not. He's not coming up on the actual cast. But by the way, um, uh, in the future, we we actually have a lot of equipment here. We're just missing a few essentials, but we uh, we do have a full soundboard of funny clips such as I Dubs, I'm gay, and then uh, she was she was talking about. Uh, okay, wait, I found it. Jorgen von, von Strangle. Strangle. Yep. Yes, yep. that was it. <laughs> Yes, Jorgen von Strangle. The Crimson Chin. The Crimson Chin, yes, that was a big one. Mr. Crocker. Oh yeah. And then and then poof. Fairy godparents. And poof, you can see it right. The little baby. Yeah. Right about here. I need to I need to move the media computer somewhere where I can see it in front of my mic. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Um, yeah, let's do one let's do one more. We're at uh we're at about fifty minutes. Okay, so the only other thing that I had, besides what's trending, which I'll get to after we finish this last question, was... You go to what's trending if you I want. I will, but I want to do this last question. Okay. Do you ever get a smell stuck in your nose? Because I've had one for the past week, which is what made me think of this question. I've literally had this smell stuck in my fucking nose for a week. What do you... I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, get a smell stuck in my nose, but, like... With the the changings of seasons, like I know when it's Christmas, I know when it's spring, I know when it's fall. Just no, I'm talking like last week when I made chili, I cut up onions. Yeah, and the smell of onion has been stuck in my nose for a week. I well, thought maybe it's my breath. Brush you, my teeth. You wash. Wash, wash hands. my hands. Didn't matter. It was a week long. Well, I, I brushed mean, my teeth every day. Wash well, my hands every day. It still smelled like onions. Well, honey, I will say that. Even after washing your hands, the the smell of onions will, in fact, stain your stain your hands. The scent, so maybe that's why. But <laughs> oh, I don't know. But, it's, but I mean, it has been stuck in my nose, but, no joke, for a week at no, least. I mean, I mean, I get like times where like sometimes I'll like fall asleep in a certain shirt, and I'll I'll slobber on my shirt, and then I'll just wake up and wear that shirt for the day. And every, every once in a while, when I like turn my head in the direction of where I slobber, I get a little hint. I'm like, I'm like, but I can't, I can't Ew. smell it. I can't smell it directly. I can't figure <laughs> out where it's coming from. But like every once in a while, I get that little hint. Like I'll get that. And then, like I said, with like the changes of the seasons, where like I'll like walk outside and I'll take a big old fucking puff of air. So here's a question for you, because this is one that my dad personally had this description of snow and i was always like what does snow smell like like you're fucking weird but as i got older i kind of realized it it smells like cold what does snow smell like you don't you don't have a description for what you think snow smells like it just smells like fucking if i try to smell snow if i go outside and try to smell snow it just smells like the cold air like it burns your nostrils so this is what my dad always told me that he thought snow and we have a lot of snow here right now Cold steel. A cold slab of steel. That's what snow smells like. Which is, again, just cold air. No, but it's not. There's kind of this mineral essence to know, it. Maybe, maybe I'm not that fucking deep, but snow doesn't really have a smell to me. No, I would agree with him. I think that it smells like cold steel. It has like a mineral smell to uh, it i i work the same a, way that it when it rains okay if you if it rains at the beach i work in a, just listen if right. it rains at the beach it smells like one thing if it rains here at home where there's a river it smells like a different thing if it's rains in the rainforest 
it smells completely different. Rain has so many different smells depending on where it is. And in West Virginia, when it snows, it smells like cold steel. See, I work in a steel mill. It's not heated. It actually gets uh, pretty damn cold. And it actually just smells like shit. So I cannot agree with that. All right. Well, moving on to our next topic. Let me see what I have here. That might be all for the topic train. Actually. Oh, I wanted to do what's trending. So I want to start this on what's trending on Twitter, right? And my Twitter may be biased because, you know, algorithms and all that shit. But one of the things that I saw trending earlier that really shocked me was Drake and Josh was trending under the hip-hop category for no reason that I can figure out. But funny as fuck. Yeah, Drake and Josh, hip-hop and rap trending. Was there like a song or no, something? No, I mean, it's just the, trending for the no reason. There's the rapper Drake. It's just trending. Are you sure it ain't a song? No. I'm reading through all the tweets. All right, let me give you an example of some of the tweets that are, tweets that are trending. I'm not sure why Drake and Josh is trending under hip-hop and rap no less, but I'm okay with it. And it is a gif of Drake, or of, of Josh saying, Spherical! <laughs> Since Drake and Josh is trending, let me share one of the best episodes ever. And then there's a clip. Drake and Josh was the show that's always on. <laughs> let me find another one. Uh, Drake and Josh, iCarly, and Zoe101 are trending under hip-hop and rap. What kind of crossover episode is this? So literally no one on Twitter knows why this Drake and Josh is trending under hip-hop and rap. But it is. But anyway, so next what I have on what's trending on Twitter right now is hashtag sex so loud that. Okay, so this is pretty funny. And there was a, <laughs> a ton of them. It was really hard to pick just a few. But... Oh, this one was funny. Hashtag sex so loud that my neighbors call me baby now too. <laughs> one was hashtag sex so loud that all of my neighbors know my safe word. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. I feel like this, I feel like this is talking about us. <laughs> hashtag sex so loud that trending topic reminds me of how grateful I am to not share walls with people. I feel that. I feel that. Sex so loud that the neighbors call the cops. Oh my uh, goodness. Hashtag sex so loud that your creepy neighbors know how many times you called out, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's all I had for what's trending right now. The rest of the shit is pretty boring. So I guess we can wrap it up here. All right. That being said, that's, uh, that's at the end of the episode. That's it. That's all we got for you guys this week. So again, I'm uh I'm Douglas, aka and I am, uh, Oh, sorry. I'm Douglas, aka Thugless. Oh, I don't want to cut that off. <laughs> and this is The Juke Jones. Juke Jones. Um Thugless underscore one on Instagram. We have Facebook. Uh it's uh Juke and Douglas under oh, no no, it's actually Juke and Douglas. After, After dark, dark. <laughs> you <laughs> gonna face. be good? You good? You good? I'm I'm good. <laughs> I I got a little stutter there. So, <laughs> and uh, I am at Duke X Jones on Twitter and Instagram. So uh, that being said, 
we have a YouTube. It's coming up soon, and uh, we appreciate the listens, the yeah, follows. Give us some feedback. Give us some feedback. We're, uh, we plan on being very interactive with our, uh, our with our viewers, our listeners, everything. So that being said, here's the outro song, and uh, we'll catch you next time, y'all. Peace. Bye. Night, 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 night